Jim McGregor with Kevin Crewell from Curious Research. This is our second Curious Cast talking about CES 2018. And CES hasn't even started yet. This is just some of the press events and some of the pre-events. They actually have pre-mini trade shows that we've attended over the past two days. So we're going to talk about some of the most interesting technologies and products that we've seen so far and some of the announcements that have come out from some of the companies. Yeah, I can't believe that the CES actually has not started and my feet are already completely beat to crap. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is it, the show is just goes on and on and on, but it's uh, there's been a lot of information, a lot of announcements already done before the show opens its doors. And a lot of interesting stuff. So, yeah. I mean, let's talk about some of the big companies so far that have had press conferences. We've seen everybody from uh, Intel to Samsung to Qualcomm to AMD to NVIDIA. You know, what are some of the ones that stand out in your mind? Well, uh, we've, we've divvied up uh, going to different press conferences. Uh, I would have to say the NVIDIA press conference, I, it was Jensen was at his most relaxed uh, storytelling self. He, he laid out a whole roadmap of what where he's going in automotive. He spent a lot of time in automotive. Uh, uh, at the same time, Qualcomm was very fact-based. They went through a lot of new products introductions they're coming out with, including uh, hearable technology, a better improved version of the CSR technology they've been using. And um, I went to the Intel press conference, which was a, a big show. It was a production. It was flying drones and dancers and music, uh, people playing music with no instruments, uh, just using their hand movements. And uh, it was it was a huge show, a little short on actual product information, but at the end they did talk about neuromorphic computing and quantum computing, that they're doing research in that area, and they have some working uh, chips and, and, and devices in that area. But um, those, I mean, the Intel thing didn't have a lot of information. It was just very entertaining. Uh, but you had to be there to be entertained. You know, I've noticed that a lot of companies are using their CES keynotes and some of their meetings to actually talk about their company strategies. Uh, Huawei, for one, um, on their Honor brand, they were talking more about how they want to become more global because only 15% of their revenue is outside of China right now. Mm -hmm. And they introduced their new... Uh, Honor 7X and Honor 10 v, uh, Honor View 10. Let me get that right. Yeah. Um, and which are going to be available in, actually in the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, order online or through retailers. And they also introduced the Mate 10. Uh, a perception was that they were supposed to introduce that along with AT&T as being their first major carrier carrying one of their premium devices. But news from the Wall Street Journal indicates that that's not going to be the case now. But they're still going to, from what I understand, push ahead with the Mate series available through retailers. And it'll still work on GSM networks like uh, T-Mobile and AT&T. You just won't be able to get it through AT&T. Yeah, that's kind of disappointing that they got uh, sort of blindsided by that and, and, and very badly timed. Yeah. Other companies, LG introduced some service robots for delivery and stuff like that. Um, actually, the, the LG uh, press conference was the, one of the most amusing uh, events during the uh, during these these uh, pre shows. Uh, they did talk about they did talk a lot about robots and they talked a lot about uh, intelligence in their appliances. They're going to add their ThinQ 
uh, intelligence uh, so that the appliances adapt to you over time, learn your patterns, learn how to uh, prepare and, and wash your clothes. Uh, but they have this really cute um, robot that is you know, sort of a companion, doesn't really move, it just sits on the table and responds to uh, inquiries uh, called, um, what's it called now actually? Uh, oh, Chloe. Well, in the middle of the, of the uh, press conference, Chloe decided to ignore the speaker and, and didn't respond to our request. Hey, come on. We, 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 all, <laughs> we all get stage fright. <laughs> it, it was so funny. And he tried it a few more times, and Chloe was just, you know, Chloe just uh, had an attitude. She, Chloe was just <laughs> not going to. It's the early stage of the robot rebellion. They're just, they're... <laughs> there we go. Well, and Qualcomm introduced some new products around audio and talked about uh, the roadmap to 5G, saying that, you know, we are going to have 5G solutions beginning in 2019, according to plan. So it's going to be interesting to see the 5G rollout. Um, you know, really, we're going to start seeing that next year. So, yeah. I mean, that's a very short time with the spec or the first parts of the spec already being introduced last month. Yeah, that was a big part of the Qualcomm press conference was 5G and the, the continued accelerated roadmap, roadmap for 5G. And we're uh, going to see, Qualcomm was saying we're going to see uh, 5G in 2019 and our early rollouts. Meanwhile, AT&T and Verizon are talking about something in 2018, which is this year. Yeah. And, and then we've got 2020, we have the uh, Olympics, and that's going to be uh, a, a big venue for 5G. And there's going to be a lot of rollouts of 5G at, at the Olympics event. And that's going to be like the, uh, a showcase for 5G. Well, in addition to that, you've got the typical stuff for CES, the traditional consumer electronics. TVs keep getting bigger and bigger. Oh, the um, LG had amazing uh, OLED displays. And they're going back to that whole thing about intelligence, the OLED space have built-in Google Voice, and, and they respond, and they, they're completely interactive. So you don't necessarily have to... Uh, learn a remote control and learn how to use it. You can talk to your team. That's you know that's definitely a trend for CES 2018, and I think that continues on from 2017. Everything has voice control, and most of these devices are supporting at least Alexa and Google Assistant, yeah. and many are also uh, supporting Microsoft solutions. So yeah. um, that is a trend. But on the TV side, uh, we also saw the wall. Samsung introducing a 146-inch monster TV. Can I get four of those and build a house out of it? <laughs> the four walls? I got a room, right? <laughs> uh, TCL had a, also a press conference today. They're uh, a Thai, uh, sorry, a mainland Chinese brand, 100% uh, mainland Chinese. They're dedicated to Roku. Roku runs all their internal uh, controls. So they don't have Google Voice. They don't have Alexa. They don't have even Cortana, anything. They rely on, on the new Roku voice control, and that sort of cuts them off from, I think, some of these uh, assistants. Yeah, actually, Hisense is in that same boat, so really? it'll be interesting to see. A lot of the Chinese guys jumped on Roku very early, and yeah. I think they're kind of getting left out in that respect. Yeah, I, I always thought it could also be part of the fact that, you know, they're selling a lot into the China market and, and Google Voice and Assistance doesn't work that well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Trust me, I know Google Translate doesn't work that well with Chinese. I'm learning yeah. that right now. <laughs> um, uh, I get a lot of things wrong when I use Google Translate. So let's, uh, other than that. Oh, uh, uh, hang on. Uh, Toyota also introduced a new platform. It's a kind of a movable bus type thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, and a lot of people uh, are supporting on. that. Many yeah. companies. Yeah. Uh, they've got Amazon. Uh, they've got um, Uber is supporting it. 
Pizza Hut is supporting it. Oh they, yes, they deliver and, and Mazda somehow Mazda, which is a you know is another competitor, smaller competitor in in, uh, in Japan, uh, is also supporting. It's the e Palette Alliance, and yeah. it's a platform that they can customize really. But it's kind of this big boxy. Uh, Think of like, a box with wheels. Yeah, exactly. That's what it looked <laughs> like. But it's like slide open doors, and it's it's kind of weird. And we've actually seen some of those already driving around Vegas. Not that brand, but several other companies doing something yeah. very similar. They actually, back to the Olympics, they hope to have that in the 2020 Olympics to show off. Yeah, and PCs obviously have been a, a big announcement around here already. Uh, Dell, Lenovo, HP, Acer, everyone has announced something. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of improvements on what they already are. I, I, the one I like the best actually is the new Dell XPS 13 with that white case cover. Really oh, yeah. nice looking. It's it's stain proof and everything else. Yeah. I just don't like the fact that they still kept the camera, the, the camera on yeah. the bottom. So it's everybody kind of looking up that, your nose. Did you see the rose gold version? No. Yeah, there's. A, it's very subtle. It looked like silver at first, but now yeah, it looked really Catholic. It's a rose gold. It's a very light, slightly pinkish silver. Yeah. But. So some interesting stuff around the PC, and we saw the first Lenovo um, uh, all in, always connected PC using the Snapdragon processor. Yes, yes. I had my hands on it. It's it's a very solid piece of uh, work. Um, it uh, has a nice keyboard, but it's more of a productivity tablet uh, as opposed to a clamshell. And, and it, it's coming out later, this, later I think late Q1, early Q2. And if you're not familiar, the Always Connected PC is a concept that Microsoft's doing to create ARM-enabled PCs, or basically PCs with mobile or smartphone processors, essentially for longer battery life. But Intel has uh, countered that by offering their modems with their products, and a number of the vendors have also included Intel modems for an always connected PC yeah. as well. So that's something a trend for 2018 is definitely having integrated modems. What we don't know is what the carrier strategy is going to be to support these and how much they're going to charge for services for these. Because obviously it's going to be an add-on and we don't know what that is. So. So with that said, those are some of the big press conferences we've seen so far. Now we're going to kind of do a quick round robin. We went to a couple of mini trade shows. One was CES Unveiled and the other one was uh, Pepcon's Digital Experience. And these are really events to see some of the new stuff. They just have tabletop displays and there's a lot of innovative companies that maybe can't afford a big trade show booth. So we get to see a lot of stuff, the press and the media and the analysts, in a very small space. And we picked out some of the companies, so we're going to do a very quick round robin on some of the companies and some of the things that really stood out to us. So you started off, Kevin. All right. Well, um, uh, as a wine enthusiast, I was actually very uh, happy to see uh, a company called Coravin. Coravin makes a, uh, a device that allows you to uh, stick a needle into a bottle of wine with a cork and then inject in argon, and you could draw wine from it, and it keeps the wine completely fresh as though you'd never opened the bottle. Yet you could keep drinking it, and keep, uh, especially if it's a nice expensive bottle, keep drinking it over a period of time, and each time you drink it, it's as fresh as if it, you just opened the bottle, but you never opened the bottle. That's interesting. No, they've had a product for a while, but this was a more advanced product, and they also have a version to handle screw top. All right. Cool. Uh, my first up is Removu K1. It is basically a handheld camera. It looks basically like a stick with a little round camera on it. A very versatile device. It shoots 4K, gives you up to three to four hours battery life. Um, it's going to be available, or it is available for 429 online and through multiple stores like Amazon, Best Buy, and everything else. Um, 
4K video, three-axis uh, stabilization, stabilization um, very good, uh, very very usable remote thing because you just grab it like a stick. Mm -hmm. And not only can you use it for you know shooting in front of you, but you do three clicks of the button and it does a selfie yeah. view. So it's a very good if you're hiking, if you're out doing stuff. It's kind of an alternative to... Well, DJI has a bunch of those products. Yeah, DJI. It's, instead of having to have something attached to you, you can just walk around with it like a walking stick. So yeah. I thought that was very interesting. It's yeah, got a it's, removable it's also, battery. It's also a, a competitor to GoPro. Very uh, much so. Well, by the way, I don't know if you I heard GoPro is uh, putting themselves up for sale. Ooh, did not yeah, hear yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they just laid off a bunch of people. Okay, next up on news. Ah, okay, so there's, there's been a company that uh, does Pico Brew, which is, allows you to do brewing uh, beer in your own home. That We saw that last year. So that's not new. What they, what's new this year is Pico Still. You can brew, uh, brew or, or, or um, uh, distill. create, distill your own uh, alcohol. Uh, they can do, you can do a bourbon, you can do whatever you want, and they have different kits for that. Um, it's still not available yet, but it's an attachment to the Pico Brew, and it's really cute little still with all the coil and everything like that. So, next one up on my list is a company called Willow. They are actually, and I'm really into some of the healthcare stuff, and they actually are doing wearable breast pumps. Basically, a woman can wear this directly in her bra. Oh, for women. For women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> can wear that in her bra and continue doing anything that she wants to do throughout the day. Um, and they, they sell them in pairs, and they're very versatile. And, you know, it's less intrusive. It's not like they have to go hide in the closet to do this. Mm -hmm. um, very, very interesting. So I thought that was a cool technology. Yeah, um, there was a lot of hearables, um, none of which were, were great to me, uh, just because I, I'm uh, the hearable market is is uh, still developing. But what actually impressed me was a bunch of guys just doing an innovation in regular headphones. A company called Even, they are uh, they call themselves a leader in adaptive sound technology. They took uh, CSR chips, which is the same chip manufactured by a company that Qualcomm bought, and they put in an ability to measure your hearing uh, individually, left and right ears, and then uh, using DSP algorithms, adjust the sound to give you a better balanced and a, more, a fuller sound, but a tailored to your own hearing. Very cool. Can they make you sound better? No. No, just kidding. Um, okay. You know, in terms of smart home stuff, it's a lot of the same stuff, a little bit better, you know, smart lighting and all this stuff, smart appliances. None of it really impressed me that much. It's just the same stuff getting a little bit better. Um, I did take a hard look at some of the door lock stuff. I am impressed with QuickSet. They've got a number of different products that support Apple, that support Google, and support Amazon. So very connected devices. And uh, QuickSet actually has some very, very nice designs. Uh, I would call high-end designs mm -hmm. in anything from the nickel to the uh, bronze and uh, Venetian bronze and all the other stuff. So I kind of like some of the stuff that QuickSet is doing, and they have them both with digital displays and, yeah. uh, and and just touch displays. But all you really have to do is touch part of it and it yeah. opens. Almost all the uh, lock manufacturers, Slag, uh, all those guys have had to do intelligent locks. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's a lot of them out there. Well, and, and I was kind of disappointed with Slag because they were using very cheap tumblers that could still be bumped, where at least Quicksets using ones that you can't bump. So it's, it's not only mechanically secure, but it's also electronically secure. Okay. Um, you know, on the health side, and I didn't get a chance to try this, but it was kind of interesting. Mellow Mind, which was a head, it looked like a headphones and it, it plays sound, but it also has a sensor that reads your brain waves and then 
allows you to allows it to um, see what your brain activity is and how rested or how um, unmellow you are. I guess they call it mellow mind, but you know how uh, agitated you are. And then it plays soothing sounds and tries to get you into that Zen state. Okay. I'm going to give a shout out to Chamberlain, the garage door guys. Yeah. Not only are they doing a fully connected garage door, their lift master, but they also came out with solutions that actually allow you to connect older garage doors that have been manufactured over the past 15, 20 years. Uh, I can't remember what date they go back to, but it's fairly long. It's back into the 90s, I believe, um, to where you can just buy a little hub and it connects your garage door. So it's a very easy way to upgrade their existing solutions. Mm -hmm. We both ran across this company called Plot, P-L-O-T-T. They're taking the ability to, when you visualize in a 3D environment, a virtual environment, how you want to design your home, they can then take that virtual environment and then with this device that looks a, a bit like a, me, a measure tape, uh, scan it across your house and then say you want to put a, you put a picture in a certain spot, using this uh, laser-based uh, uh, measure, it will tell you exactly and show you exactly where to put that picture and where to put the uh, nail in it. Yeah, it's really kind of a virtual reality and physical reality design tool. It's actually very cool. Yeah. Another one uh, that I ran across was actually a hard drive, a Wi-Fi enabled hard drive called Cat Drive. Very nice aesthetic design. It's kind of like a little round puck. You can connect unlimited devices to it. Sports up to one terabyte, not expensive. Uh, actually, the terabyte drive is only $99 and Wi-Fi connected to multiple devices. So very nice little uh, portable drive and something that, you know, I actually wouldn't be afraid to sit out because it actually looked like a coaster or something. Yeah. There, there, there were a number of interesting products. There were also some ridiculous products along the way. And I was <laughs> like, uh, there was a, uh, and I don't want to call the company out, but it was it's a little robot that would move around and it had a projector. So it would project video, 720p video on a wall um, and then it was your mobile entertainment system. You could say, you know, go to the bedroom and project on the wall your, your TV show and it would stream the TV show. But that was kind of an odd concept. Yeah. There was a, one company there where they had drones at the event tonight at Pepcon. And it was very interesting. It's called Fortum Drone Hunter. Mm -hmm. This is that they actually have a technology not only for tracking drones, but actually catching drones. It actually shoots out a net and it can either, you know, uh, pull the drone down or just kind of let it drop if it wants to. But very interesting way of, you know, capturing, uh, tracking and capturing drones. I, I don't know, um, I, I like drone on drone violence. You know, I, I kind of <laughs> like the shotgun approach myself, yeah. but I still thought it was interesting. I talked to the FAA last year. You cannot yeah. shoot down drones, even over your own property. It's equivalent to shooting down an aircraft, so don't do it. You know, if I mistake it for a duck, uh, it's a duck. Yeah. Um, another device I thought was interesting, uh, iDevices had their uh, intelligent Wi-Fi connected light switch called uh, Instinct. Now, it's got built in uh, Google Assistant. Oh, actually, not Google Assistant. I'm sorry. It's the other. It's Am uh, Alexa. Alexa. So it's got Alexa built in. So it's even got the little spinning disk in the light switch. So when it's, when you say Alexa, the desk will spin and you can respond to it. And it's same size as a light switch. Now, I, 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 the question is, how is it to be installed? I asked, you, can you put it into existing infrastructure? And they said, yeah, we could. But I, I have a feeling it might be better for new construction or if you're doing a major renovation. 
Okay, interesting. And the one that really puzzled me was a company called Matrix Industries. They have a smartwatch called the Power Watch. And they basically say you never have to charge this watch. And what was really interesting about this is I, I thought maybe it's kinetic energy and they wouldn't really give me all the details, but they say no, it basically generates energy from the difference in temperature between your watch and your arm. Mm -hmm. So actually wearing it helps charge it. Now, I'm really interested in finding out more about this and I don't know what the details are, but just the fact that this was a very nice looking smartwatch that uh, also could be used for a moderate diving watch. It goes down to about, I believe they said, 60 feet, which is pretty impressive. Mm, yeah. um, uh, maybe farther than that. I'm not quite sure of it. Uh, but it also the fact that you don't have to charge it. Yeah. That's just impressive technology. And I really have to find out more about it. Once again, it's Matrix Industries. It's called the Power Watch. Um, one of the things that drew a lot of attention at CS Unveiled was Foldamy. There was... I saw that. It was just crowded of people around it. And it folds your laundry for you. <laughs> And I, you know, I, I, I honestly, I did not get a full uh, briefing on it because I couldn't get near the booth. That there were the crowds of people taking videos around it, and I couldn't even get close to it. But it, they had a lot of attention, and it's it's still a, uh, a new product. It's uh, it's coming out later this year. They are going to go after the service industries, but also consumers. Yeah. So if you want somebody to fold your laundry now, you can. There a robot, was a robot. And once again, there's a lot of information throughout the conference about intelligence, creating intelligence. Uh, one of the major Chinese companies was there today uh, with their DuraOS, uh, I think that's how they pronounce it, uh, technology. Then that's Baidu, one of the major Chinese companies, displaying some of their efforts in terms of AI, especially for speech recognition and everything else. And that seems to be a constant theme. Oh, another, another weirdy one. A company called SGNL Signal. It is a ability to use your finger as an extension to answer your phone. You literally put your finger to your ear, and it conducts the sound from from your to your up your finger to your ear. So it uses a form of bone conduction, I think. It looks weird. You're just basically putting your finger to your ear like it's a a, a joke uh, picking up your phone. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. The one area that I was kind of disappointed about, and there's a lot of companies I saw doing this already, and that are connected car solutions. They're basically coming up with dongles to connect into your yeah. CAN bus, basically the connector underneath your dash, and connecting through the cloud, through LTE, and a lot of them have Wi-Fi connection. And what really concerns me, and these are major companies developing these, is they don't really have, I think, a good security story or a good security solution. A lot of these, you know, I understand the, uh, the security of the cellular connection, but a lot of these are like using Wi-Fi. Mm. And, you know, standard Wi-Fi isn't necessarily that well connected. And some of their stories were, oh, well, you know, it's a moving vehicle. Who's going to hack that? That really worries me. And these are even companies like Verizon that were offering these solutions. So yeah. I'm really concerned about people connecting things to the CAN bus and then having Wi-Fi access to it. So yeah, that would, worries me still. I would agree. Uh, we should probably wrap this up because we were uh, running long. And we've had, a, I mean, there have been a lot of devices we saw, or a lot of people we talked to. Uh, these are just a few of the highlights that, that popped to our mind right immediately after the sh uh, these shows and these uh, events. So hopefully that uh, gives you just a little sense of what we've been seeing. And we'll have more later this week. Yes, and we've been going from morning all the way to midnight so far in two days, and we still have four more to go. 
So thank you for joining this uh, version of our Tyrius cast on CES 2018. Look for more over the coming days. Thank you and have a good night.